Welcome to the Wedding Sassles, your no BS wedding business podcast. We're here to real talk you through the common F-ups we see companies making and the practical strategies you can implement today. In this episode, you'll learn my top three ways to set boundaries in your wedding business. I'm your host, Vanessa Negron. Welcome to the shit show. Episode 49 of the Wedding Sassles. Welcome to our first solo episode of the year. If you listen to our anniversary episode, um, Shannon and I updated you on how we will be changing the format. Some of them will be interview style. Some of them will be just the two of us. And then we will have solo episodes as well. So let's kick it off with giving you the definition of boundaries according to Webster. Something that indicates or fixes a limit or extent. So to me, that is a clear division of one thing from another, okay? So for me personally, that is my personal life and my work life. That is my boundary between myself and my work associates and my employees and especially my clients. If you don't know, I own a bakery and we specialize in wedding cakes and dessert bars. But before that, when I started college, I actually attended school for psychology. So I'm a huge advocate on mental health, mental toughness, separating personal life and business life and trying to just live a pretty stress-free life. I think that we work entirely too fucking hard in this industry to not have space for ourselves and to not have people respect our time. So As you can tell, uh, boundaries are a big thing for me. If you live in the Central Florida area and you know who I am, you probably know that I am consistent on the days and times that we are open and closed. And I consistently post that we have me Mondays. We are closed on Mondays. That is my time. And ironically enough, if you are in our industry, people will tell you, don't call her. It's it's me Monday. They call it me Monday in our area because it's well known. So um, giving you a couple of tips. Let's start with what types of boundaries you should be setting. The first type I'm going to suggest that you set is the time boundary. So that's going to be adhering to designated work hours. If you have a Google listing, if you have a business website and you have hours listed on said website and at the bottom of your Google listing, why are you not adhering to those hours? If you are still taking phone calls, if you, perfect example, if you work nine to five, Monday through Friday, which none of us in the event industry do, but it's easy math. Why are you answering the call at 7 p.m. on Wednesday? You're closed. Stop answering the phone. I understand we work in an intimate setting. This is people's biggest day of their life. I get it. But at some point, you have to realize it is a business. They are not your friend. It is not a family member. You do not need to answer the phone call at seven o'clock at night or past. I know people that answer the phone calls past that time frame. No, thank you. So designated work hours. That is when you will be taking or um, calling back, right? So taking phone calls or calling people back. That is when you will be responding to emails or text messages. If you do that thing, I do not text my clients. They are not my best friend. They do not need that much access to me. Um, So emails, phone calls, text messages, you should not be doing those things before your open hours or after your closing hours. My personal suggestion, because we are not perfect. And of course, I do email sometimes at 11 o'clock at night, schedule them. That is the easiest thing I can possibly tell you is to schedule them. 
I know sometimes we have really long days and you're like, shit, I have 50 emails from today that I really need to get back to. That's great, fine and good. But if you're responding to them at 11 o'clock at night or you're answering the phone calls at nine o'clock at night, that client or that coworker now thinks that it is socially acceptable to continue to do that. And there you have lost your time and you have lost your respected space. So I designated work hours, please, 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 please. Um, I also need you to prioritize your tasks and delegate some of your responsibilities. If you have employees, you do not have to take on the world alone. I need you to delegate some of those responsibilities, get it done within the work hours. And I'm sorry, but if it is not a tomorrow problem, it can wait until tomorrow to finish. The second thing that I want you to work on is your physical boundaries. Now, this is going to be a two-parter because there are some of us who have physical offices and there are some of us who have home offices. So for your personal mental health, if you are working out of your home, please designate a workspace that is separate from your bedroom or separate from all of the clutter of the living room or the laundry that's piling up. I need you to designate a desk or a table in your home, but that is your workspace so that you can just focus on work and not look at all of the home things that are around you. Now, the second part of that is the people who have an actual location. For setting that boundary, I need you to start setting the expectation with your clients and your associates of when you will take in-person meetings or you know, visits, appointments, whatever you want to call them, when you will be taking those. I don't know anybody who doesn't prefer taking an appointment so that they can actually plan the rest of their day around people. And it's not just all walk-ins. If you do all walk-ins, more power to you. Me personally, even though I have three employees, I have set days and times for my tastings. You want to come in for a consultation, you can make an appointment. Why? Because it's an interruption to my day. If I'm already in the stream of things, if I'm already in the middle of baking or decorating a cake and someone walks in and they want to do a tasting right now, I now have to take time away from what I'm doing. It stops my progression and I have to go and be distracted and then try to get back into the workflow. No, thank you. I have set times and days and it's on the website of appointment times that we do. If you are a photographer and you do um, engagement sessions, set your days. Don't open it to every single Saturday. You know, you have a wedding. Don't do that to yourself. And think of it like when you go to the doctor's office, when you as a patient come to the doctor's office, you don't say, I want an appointment at day at two o'clock. No, you talk to the receptionist and they say, this is the day we have available. And these are the timeframes within that day. So think of it kind of like that. The third boundary that I want you to start setting is your financial boundaries. This is a little tricky. So what do I mean by that? I mean, I want you to start setting a parameter of things that you do and don't do and the price points and stop going outside of that. If I, as a bakery owner, if my delivery minimum is $500, why would I even try to take the person that wants to do the one tier cake and sheet cakes that maybe cost them 300 or whatever the price is. No, I'm not a master of all. I have a niche. This is what I do. This is my parameter financially. I want you to set prices and ref that reflect the value of your time and expertise and stop taking everything that comes your way. 
I want you to start saying no. Start saying no to more things. It's those little things that you say yes to that you think, well, it's never going to come back around. That money's not going to come. I'm going to take everything I can. That's great finding good when you're first starting out. But here's the thing. As you get more established, if you take everything, then you start to become that person that everyone sends all their cheap friends to. I know that sounds terrible. They start sending their cheap friends to you because you get a cheaper price for them. And then you start taking on people or orders or clients that are not your ideal client. You start to get that burnout. You start to resent the work because it's not what you're valued at. So I want you to set prices. I want you to set parameters on what you do and do not take. And I also want you to establish clear terms and policies about your payment methods. So be it, we only take Zelle, we take credit cards, cash, we only take Venmo, we don't take PayPal, whatever that may be. But I also want you to set clear payment systems of this is when your deposit is due seven days from your contract or whatever your term is. And your final payment is due X amount of days beforehand. Stop saying, oh, get it to me when you can. How about the day of, no, no. Set the expectation. Clear terms and policies on payments, what your prices are, how they reflect the value of your time and your expertise and a parameter of what you will and will not be doing. Now, I know that some of these are making you cringe and especially the times of when you are responding to people. So I'm gonna give you a couple of things on how to maintain and set some of these boundaries. Communicating effectively. I cannot say this enough. If you do not communicate it to your clients, to your employees, to your work associates, a very clear standard of your expectations of your time and what they should expect, then why should they be doing it? If you've never been in the routine of setting that clear expectation of a boundary, it's going to be foreign to them. So you are going to get kicked back. But also, if you are, like I referred earlier, if you're taking the phone calls at 7.30 at night and you have not set the clear expectation of this is the time that we stop taking calls, that client now thinks they can call you whenever they want. I know, I just made a couple of people cringe because I know a couple of people that will take calls at all hours of the night. I hate to tell you, there is nothing that is that important that they need to call you that late in the evening. One of the good things about this industry is the planning of right? We are in the wedding industry. It's not like, it's not a medical emergency. You don't need to call me at 11 o'clock at night. If you text your clients, which I don't recommend, but if you do, you don't need to be texting them at 11 o'clock at night because they are doom scrolling on Instagram or on Pinterest and they found a cute idea. That's great finding good. You can send it to me in the morning. You need to set a clear expectation of what days you are open and closed, including your vacation times, what your hours of operation are, and your forms of and your forms of communication through contact. So do you do emails or do you do phone calls? Do you do text messages? Do you do DMs on social media? I don't text. It is on the bottom of my email. It is on our website. Um, we don't take appointments to just walk in. It says it everywhere by appointment only. Um, so forms of contact, what days you're open and closed, and the clear expectation of what the client or the associates should learn from you of when you're available. The consistency is the key here for maintaining this, okay? So upholding your established boundaries. Once you set your boundaries, I need you to actually stick to them. Going back to emails. If you say you're open nine to five, then I need you to stop responding to emails at 7 p.m. 
you can still write the email at seven, but schedule it to be sent out at 9 a.m. the next day. Accountability for respecting your boundaries. Tell your friends, tell your work associates, you know, if you have a bestie in the wedding industry, have them hold you accountable. Because I can tell you, I have a few friends that I talk to on a regular basis that if I start to hear that they're doing some of these things that they said they wanted to uphold and they're not, we'll call them out on it. Call your friends out. That's what friends are for. It's not to be judgmental. It's not to be harsh. It's just to make sure that you're held accountable for what you said you would be doing. And addressing the boundaries of the violations promptly and assertively by that, not be an asshole. Don't be like, I told you we close at five. Just the next morning, if someone emails you late at night, tell them, thank you so much for your email. Our hours of business are nine to five, Monday through Friday. So I'm just getting around to responding to you. Thank you so much. And then continue on. Consistency is key. And a few other things about your boundaries. I need you to start incorporating some self-care. Please don't run yourself into the ground. That is maintaining your physical and mental well-being. I want you to start scheduling something that has absolutely nothing to do with your job. Exercise, hobby, leisure reading, or if you feel like you're really stressed out and you're on that burnout level, schedule some therapy. Go find a therapist, go get a massage, whatever it may be. I want you to regularly schedule time in your schedule to completely unplug. If you do not have a break through any of the seasons of the year, not just wedding season, but summer, spring, whatever it may be, you will burn out. You need time for yourself. It doesn't have to be expensive. It can be a staycation. It could be a week that you just don't take a wedding for the week so that you can play catch up because you know that you're just getting buried. If you don't make time for yourself, you will continuously be stuck in the weeds and you will drown. Okay. I don't want you guys to drown. I want you to feel like you're floating down the lazy river and you're cool, calm, and collective. Some of the potential struggles that you're going to see is you're going to have resistance from people at first because you haven't been upholding this. It's going to be foreign to them. You just have to train them. Be consistent. Make sure you're due diligent about it. Here's the hours. Here's when I'm available. These are the days we are open and closed. This is when I'm on vacation. Set the expectation and uphold it. You may fear that you're going to lose out on some business. Let me give you an example. I think everybody knows this. Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A is closed every single Sunday. Do you think that they are worried about the business that they're not getting on Sunday? Or have we all learned that they're not open on Sunday and we all abide by their hours and we still go there? I can tell you that on Saturday evening, if I'm craving Chick-fil-A, I go get it. And I put it in the freezer and eat it the following day because I know they're not going to be open. Don't feel guilty. There's no reason you should feel guilty. That is very important that you shouldn't feel guilty for not taking someone's phone call or for setting time aside for yourself. You, The entire point of our business is working on other people's life events, right? So why should we not participate in our own? Why should we feel guilty for setting time aside for ourselves? One of the benefits is there's nothing that is like earth shattering that I need to be contacted late at night or super early in the morning that has to do with a wedding or an event. There's nothing that is so important that you need to wake me up in the middle of the evening. So please set the time aside. If you need to get a separate phone, so be it. I added a line. We have two cell phones. One's personal, one's business. I leave the business one at home on my days off or after hours. I don't even look at it. It's off. It's in a different part of the, it's in a different part of the house. So I don't even hear it. Call them back the next day. No big deal. 
We like to end every episode giving you some swag, you know, that shit that we all get. Three action items that I want you to add to your to-do list. The very first one is I need you to set business hours and actually stick to them. I know that's going to be your first knee-jerk reaction is going to be as soon as you get the call from a client late at night. Oh, I got to answer. I'm going to lose that client. No, you're not. No, you're not. Send them the voicemail. Have your voicemail say what times you're open. Stick to the hours. The second thing I need you to do is set time aside for yourself. Time block it out if you have to. For your hobbies, spending time with your friends and family, relaxing, the things that are important to you that fill up your cup, that fill up your soul. And the third thing for this week is I want you to start saying no to the things that are not in your niche or that do not meet your financial requirements. It's okay to say no, I promise you. If you feel like this podcast helped your business, got you thinking, or we potentially made you laugh, follow, subscribe, and share with a friend. Stay tuned for our upcoming episodes dropping every Tuesday morning and go make big shit happen. Set your motherfucking boundaries, bitches. Love you. Bye.